Welcome to the American Board of Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery podcast series. I'm your host, Carla Medlenka. Our team creates each episode to help busy otolaryngologists, head and neck surgeons learn more about their exams, continuing certification, and the process and requirements of board certification. On this episode, Dr. Sonia Malexadeh and Amar Preet discuss common questions our new diplomates ask about starting continuing certification to maintain board certification. Dr. Malexadeh is Professor of Otolaryngology, Head and Neck Surgery at Georgetown University School of Medicine and Vice Chair for Education and Residency Program Director in the Department of Otolaryngology, Head and Neck Surgery at MedStar Georgetown University Hospital. She is also an ABO HNS Director and member of the ABO HNS Continuing Certification Committee. Amar is the Continuing Certification Specialist at ABO HNS and works with our diplomates to maintain their certification. Welcome, Dr. Malexadeh. Thank you. Glad to be here. And thanks for joining me again, Amar. This is our third podcast focusing on different aspects of continuing certification and CertLink. Yes. Hi, Carla. Thank you for having me again. And welcome, Dr. Malexadeh, in our podcast journey talking about continuing certification, which is an important topic and it can be confusing, especially for new diplomats who've just passed their oral certifying exam. And let's touch on the information that will help clear up some of the confusion. And let's start from the beginning. After a candidate receives the good news that they have passed their oral certifying exam, what comes next? Sure. So once our diplomat, they receive notification, they've passed their exam, they will receive an email from me welcoming them to continuing certification. I briefly explain continuing certification part one, part two, and CertLink, which is our part three, as well as the important dates that they are expected to begin uh, their CC. Great. Well, that's a lot of information. So let's unpack all of this that you send to them in the email and start with an explanation about what continuing certification is and why it's important. Uh, Dr. Malexadeh, can you provide some detail, please? Yes. Continuing certification, formerly known as maintenance of certification, is a program that was developed by the American Board of Medical Specialties, the ABMS, and it's a lifelong learning and quality improvement program that, again, was designed to address the growing demands of the public, so be it the patients, the government, payers, to ensure that certified doctors are remaining up to date on the latest information and they're continuously working to improve the quality of healthcare. And this continuing certification process, um, as I said, it's an ongoing measurement of the six core competencies that we're all familiar with, patient care, medical knowledge, interpersonal communication skills, professionalism, systems-based practice, and practice-based learning. Our board, the American Board of Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery Continuous Certification Program, did undergo several changes in 2021, where we went from a, a point-in-time exam, which was the every 10-year exam, we switched over to what is now known as CertLink. Thank you. Did you want to expand a little bit on CertLink, or would you like to start at the beginning 
of the diplomate's journey with part one and part two? I think, well, CertLink is um, a big part, but it's only one component of the continuous certification program. So why don't we go through it sequentially, part one, part two, and then part three, which is CertLink. Okay, great. Amar, why don't you explain a little bit about continuing certification part one? Sure, Carla. So continuing certification part one is the professionalism and professional standing form. It usually takes about 15 minutes or less when diplomats log on to their dashboard to complete the form and pay the annual fee. It's very important attestation that and they also choose their content, which is their specialty for CertLink on that form. So it's very it's key that they complete this form during the launch period, which is usually in the fall of each year. Okay, thank you. Are there any aspects of that that you would like to expand on? I would say the dates are very important. When I launch the part one um, around first week of August, we send out an initial communication letting all our CC diplomats know that it's been launched. And it's usually open for about two to three months. So it's very important that they complete during that launch period because after the, after the due date is when the file is processed for the CertLink specialty. All continuing certification participants are required to be ABOHNS diplomates, and they must maintain an unrestricted medical license in each jurisdiction in which they practice. In addition, the continuing certification participants must maintain clinical privileges at a hospital or an ambulatory surgical center. So Amar, now that we've uh, talked about part one, can you explain uh, part two, please? Absolutely. So our part two is lifelong learning and self-assessment. It's completion of 25 CMEs, which diplomates attest to completing on the part one form. Plus, there is a self-assessment credit annually, which can be earned by completing an activity on the CME Passport website or by completing 30 out of the 40 certain questions each year. And let me dive in a little bit deeper to explain part two. There are actually two parts to part two. Um, The first part is, as Amar said, it's completing 25 hours of AMA category one CME credits. And it's important for our new diplomates to know that at least 60% of those 25 hours of CME credits need to be in otolaryngology head and neck surgery. Thank you. Amar, I know you get a lot of questions about how diplomates should submit their 25 CMEs annually. Can you explain? Yeah, that is actually one of the most asked questions by our diplomates. So there is no way to submit the 25 CMEs on our website or on their dashboard. Uh, Diplomates just attest to completing those 25 CMEs on the Part 1 professional standing form. This is how the requirement of 25 CMEs annually is satisfied. So, Dr. Molexide, why don't you talk about the second part of the Part 2 lifelong learning? Yes, the second part of Part 2 is participation in CertLink each year. And that means completing at least 30 out of 40 CertLink new questions. And now remember, you can also receive 10 AMA Category 1 CMEs through the American Academy of Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery for completing these CERTLINK questions. So the CERTLINK is the second part of Part 2. In lieu of CERTLINK, 
some diplomates can opt to complete one ACCME PARS registered CME activity. And you can find a list of those activities under www.cmepassport.org. And if you don't remember this, it's on our website. The number of credit hours for these activities doesn't matter. You're only required to complete one activity per year if you're not using the CertLink option. The CME provider will in turn report your successful completion with the ACCME, and they will subsequently report activity completion to the American Board of Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery. And this provider has up to three months to report the activity being completed. So um, I'm sure Amar will concur with me. Please be patient on that component. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I received the reports directly from ACCME um, every two to three months. And um, as soon as I apply the reports to the accounts, the credits are uploaded directly. Amar, I think now we could go into the last component, which is part three, the CertLink online program. And I know there's already a very nice podcast that was recorded with Dr. Cooper Smith that gets into the specific details of CertLink. But I think for our new diplomates, it might be worth just very briefly giving them an overview of what CertLink comprises. Yes. So the podcast that was recorded with Dr. Cooper Smith, it's called CertLink Benefits. It covers all the important details about CertLink that our diplomates need to know. We also have additional podcasts that goes over the CertLink dashboard. That's really helpful. And um, our, our diplomates can really navigate their dashboard while they have the podcast running in the background. Now let's talk about um, part three, assessment of knowledge, judgment, and skills. So, so CertLink is an online program that presents approximately 10 to 15 practice-focused questions per quarter that can be answered on your own schedule. Yes, and I'll also add that our diplomates need to answer a total of 160 questions in a five-year period while being able to answer as many as 40 new items each year. And answering 160 new questions satisfies the participation requirement. And at that point, the board will determine if the performance standard is met. And let me emphasize that the diplomate needs to satisfy both participation and performance standards to renew their certification every five years. Dr. Malekside, so uh, could you please explain a little bit about the practice focus areas uh, that we offer to our diplomates? Yes, the diplomates, as you had mentioned earlier on part one of their form, they will designate if they have a specific practice focus area. And the question that they're going to re receive through CertLink will be questions that are selected primarily based on that designation. However, there are about 10 to 15 percent of the questions that are going to be based on core clinical fundamentals, which basically are common knowledge areas for all otolaryngologists. Amar, I think one question that is probably at the top of most of the new diplomates' minds is the timeline around this three-part series and what the enrollment process looks like. Could you touch on that a little bit? Sure. So as soon as our diplomates receive the results, um, they will receive an email from me, I would say, at least um, a couple of weeks after that. The email will uh, include all the important dates, starting with the launch date for part one. I do want to remind you all that 
your Certlink questions will start next year because you will enroll in Certlink this year when you complete the part one professional standing form. And please go to our website on abohns.org for any continuing certification in Certlink FAQs. And also please listen to our other podcasts um, for more detailed information on Certlink and Certlink dashboard. You know, this may sound like a lot of information to navigate. So, Amar, can you share your role in how you can provide assistance? Sure. So um, I always reach out to all our new diplomates and I make sure that I send several reminders, specifically when part one is launched, uh, because we really urge all our diplomates to complete the part one on time. If anybody has any questions related to continuing certification, please feel free to reach out to me. My direct email is ap at abohns.org. You can always call the office phone number as well. And I am happy to help with any CC-related questions. And we also have a lot of uh, frequently asked questions on our website. How can someone find those? Diplomates uh, are required to be logged on to their ABOHNS dashboard. Once they log on to the dashboard, uh, there are small cards as they scroll down on the dashboard. And they can click on those cards to open up the CertLink FAQs or continuing certification FAQs. We also have important date and time table that they can refer to to bookmark the important due dates on a yearly basis. Dr. Maleksadeh, since you are enrolled in CertLink and you participate, is there anything you can share from a physician's perspective about the benefits? It is a easy program to use. It's easily accessible. I can very quickly answer my questions. What I do love about the program is that not only does it give you whether you got the correct answer or the incorrect answer, there's a very nice description of why you were correct or incorrect and why some of the other responses were incorrect. And then there are direct links to references. So not only is it a self-assessment, but I'm also learning um, and improving my knowledge base at the same time. And I think our new diplomates will really uh, enjoy participating in this program. I'd like to congratulate our new diplomates on passing their oral certifying examination. And I also wanna welcome them to the continuous certification program of the American Board of Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery. And I look forward to working with you all and answering any continuing certification questions. Thank you both. Thank you, Dr. Maleksadeh. Thank you, Amar. We will continue in our CertLink continuing certification podcast with more information in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Carla. Thank you, Dr. For more details about continuing certification and CertLink participation, please visit the abohns.org website and also check out our other podcasts on our YouTube channel or your favorite podcast platform. Thanks for listening.